0: Dude, stop. Don't make that noise, dude. That is really disgusting. All right, we need to just start this. Welcome to another episode of Midwest Flyways Uncensored. As not always, today we don't have Joey. It's just me and Connor. And that means a podcast is going to be so much more interesting. Oh, so much more interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Because we're not going to get sidetracked by somebody trying to talk about, like, nothing. Well, you know?
1: more more often than not, it is either, like, he's talking, he's telling a story, and we are engaged in said story. Uh-huh. And then you and I talk about something or some story, and then he goes to his phone. Or he leaves to go get a beer or something like yeah.
0: that. <laughs> yeah, and we love him. And, you know, but today, maybe we can just, you know, talk about some stuff that... Cover some other areas. Yeah, cover some other areas. It won't be like, you know, Joey hit another deer or got into another car accident or, you know.
1: We don't need to talk about stuff that Joey broke. We can talk about, you know, uh, other stuff.
0: I don't know what else we talk about. But yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no. Dude, you've been Sports. busy.
1: <laughs> you've been busy, man. Uh, yeah, I have been very busy. I'm um, doing, yeah, I, I need to count up how many days I've hunted this year. Like elk, deer, um, pheasant, Duck, goose, I need to count it all up.
0: Yeah, and see that's the weird thing for me, because it's like the only thing I hunt is ducks and geese. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't do anything else. But you ever do pheasant? What was that? Do you ever do pheasant? Uh, Very rarely. Like I've hunted pheasant probably ten times in my life. Okay. Um, Do you
1: have like any any of the
0: stuff? Like blaze
1: orange vest or anything?
0: (laughs) The stuff. (laughs) Um, All you need to be a pheasant hunter is a gun and a piece of blaze orange. Do you have have a piece of blaze orange? I do. I have a whole, uh, I got a whole tote at the house full of blaze orange. Oh,
1: really? I do. Hand-me-downs
0: from my grandpa. Oh, okay. Yep.
1: Okay. Why do you think it's totes that, like, like, that's the thing that every hunter has? It's a giant tote. What? Instead of duffel bags. Like... Like you said I have a giant, I have a tote at my house of, of well, yeah, launch.
0: I think because you don't organize your stuff in a garage by duffel bag category. Yeah. You know, like, oh, that's my green duffel bag. That means that I have, no, like you just have <laughs> like, you know, those boxes are so much easier to stack up and yeah, put away. Yeah, really. that's true. That's okay, true. Are you a duffel bag guy? Like your green duffel bag has no, all this in it and your I orange duffel bag has all this in it?
1: I'm a little bit like. The end of the world is coming, kind of guy. So I do have a couple of different duffel bags that could, you know, oh, do whatever. But no, I am definitely a tote guy. As
0: Here's well. what happens: Joey's not on the podcast now. Conspiracy theorist Connor is here.
1: <laughs> oh heck, no. Okay, I am not conspiracy theorist at all. Yeah. Uh huh.
0: But nine sure. eleven didn't
1: happen. Right? Yeah. I was say, <laughs> yeah. Don't do that, dude. Oh
0: my god. Okay. So yeah, but your basement is like kind of, mm-hmm. you know. Mm. Dude, did you just just spill coffee in your eye? I just took a drink of my coffee and splashed my eye. you're a a mess, My basement is what? Your basement is kind of like, you know, emergency preparedness. Oh, it's
1: it's ready. Yeah, no, coronavirus hit, and I was like, bring it on. Like, I I was kind (laughs) of bummed that it wasn't a zombie
0: apocalypse.
1: (laughs) I was really hoping that everybody would become bats and fly around, and I'd be like, I got plenty of ammo. I got plenty of guns. Come on over. Yeah. I was ready for it.
0: He's got like 9,000 cans of diced tomatoes in his basement. Right
1: now? Okay, here's the bad thing. I do have a generator, though. But here's the bad thing. If the power goes out, I have 400 pounds of meat that is going to go bad out of my freezer.
0: Because I, like, we had... 400 pounds. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hmm sure bud see that's the thing too because like you're hunting all this other stuff so mm-hmm. like what have, meat, what meat do you
1: have so you have duck and goose i've probably about um and nate's in here too because i you know he does some a lot of yeah, the stuff. yeah yeah nate me. does a ton and of so, stuff for
0: Alistair media yeah, and yep and so
1: he gets meat on the reg like i do but um yeah i have i have uh and and this is fairly recent too like and so like um i i was able to get some elk meat like, I'm talking within the last two weeks here, I filled up my freezer. Because I, I was, like, super freaking out. Like, the, the season's pretty much over. I didn't have like, have, like, anything. Then all of a sudden, we hunt with, Nate hunted with a guy that um, gave him 150 pounds of
0: elk meat. Wow. Yeah. Why?
1: And then, uh, because he shot, he he helped him hike it out nine miles out of this oh. Wyoming tundra.
0: If you shoot an elk, how much meat is actually on that? Yeah.
1: Um, it depends on obviously, obviously how big the, how big right. the elk is, but like, easily two hundred pounds. Okay. Yeah. Like yeah. Easily. That's crazy. You could get up up to four five hundred pounds of of. How elk.
0: did Nate get one hundred and fifty pounds home?
1: Um, he, um, when I went back out there uh-huh. to like swap out with him, yeah. Um, I since I get since I fly all the time, I get two bags up to seventy pounds. And so I put them oh, in my
0: bags. So you just stuffed bags full of meat? Yep. Yeah. So he that took so he sick. took a small
1: bag home with him, uh-huh. kept it under 50 pounds. Yeah. And then I took the other two yeah. that are 50. Wow. Yeah.
0: So did he call you, like, hey, dude, you need to bring two suitcases out here? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. <laughs> okay.
1: So you have elk, mm-hmm. you have deer. Yep. And so so, like, last week, I got deer. Um, and so I was super stoked about that and I got, and it was this old guy that he shot a deer. He couldn't take it home cause he lived, you know, he, he was flying or whatever and he didn't want to dress it, field dress it. And I was like, well, I'll dress it if I can have the meat. And he's like, absolutely. I just want the horns. And then after I like got the horns off for him and everything, he's like, you know, these would be pretty decent rattling horns. Do you want them for rattling? And I'm like, uh, sure. And I, I didn't end up taking them. I gave them to the guide, but, um, but yeah, it was like, I like his entire deer. He literally just shot it, which, you know, it's like, okay, sure, dude, dude whatever. What's the point? <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. Well, he's, he's an outdoor writer. And so he was okay. using a certain crossbow. He needed to experience it with the crossbow. Like, you know, he's making money in other areas from that. Yeah. Um, but I was like, dude, this is awesome. I'm going to be able to give my dad um, uh, a back roast for Christmas. That's all my dad asked for. He's like, all I want is venison because I have no chance to hunt it. So. hmm Yeah, and then uh, we went hunting a couple weekends ago, our last cinematic. We got a bunch of ducks, and Mm -hmm. so I got ducks in there. I got some geese still in there. Um, I got pheasants because my dad went pheasant hunting, and so he gave me some pheasants. I got halibut. I got salmon. Yep. And then Nate went home. (laughs) Nate went home to Indiana, and they had a sale on bacon for $1.70 a pound. I don't know if you know what the price of bacon is. It's normally, like, at Costco, it's like $3.50 a pound. Minimum, yeah. yeah like three, I've seen more. $3 to $3.50 a pound. Yeah. seventy a pound. Literally So half how price. much did he buy? So he bought uh, 30 pounds of bacon.
0: Okay. <laughs> so we got 30 pounds of bacon in my freezer, Holy too. Holy shit.
1: So we set for a coronavirus 2.0, bats flying everywhere, killing everybody. I'm, yeah. I'm all set.
0: Wow. Well, yeah, ready to roll. <laughs> just packed up. Buddy. How's your freezer look, Cal? My freezer is... Full, but not necessarily of any of that stuff. Yeah, all them, all them GMOs? <laughs> no, dude. <laughs> no GMOs. No, I've got, uh, I mean, I like to occasionally dabble in the smoked meats and whatever. Mm. So I've got like, I've got a lot of pork actually in my freezer right now. Yeah. Got a lot of, like we got a couple of briskets in there. I Got a prime rib in there. I do have Just two some pork butts. Stuff. You got a couple of pork butts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't, but I don't hunt anything else, you know, mm-hmm. and I don't have any buddies that like give me any meat from when they hunt or anything, either, how, which how, is fine. I don't expect that.
1: You can have some mine. How quickly um, does, do you run out of ducks and geese? For sure. By the end of the year. Like the end of 2020?
0: Yeah. By 2020, I'll be out. <laughs> it's like a month. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and I, I, I mean, obviously you hunt as much as I can. Yeah. You know, but, yeah. but
1: I mean, it's good. Like, it, you know, it's good meat. And
0: it's yeah. small. <laughs> it totally depends on it too. Like, um, I mean geese. Like right now, geese suck. You know, in Minnesota, mm-hmm. goose hunting is not good. Yeah. But usually December is really good goose hunting. And so then in December, I actually I typically bank up a bunch of goose meat. Yeah. And then, you know, I planned on this year, I was going to because at the end of the year, every year I have like fifty pounds of goose meat, you know, possibly. Um, that I've obviously eaten a lot of it throughout the year. Um, but, you know, in general, um, if I can end the year, I mean, if I can go through, so what What would be, I mean, if I can shoot three geese and then have my daily bag limit be nine geese, essentially, I mean, goose breast is heavy, yeah. you know, and it's like, that's it's a big, big piece yeah. of meat, man. Yeah, so yeah. like, you know, putting, if I can put, what's that, 18 goose breast in my freezer um, you know, to kind of close out my year, then I can turn that into goose sticks or something if I want. But I don't know. Unless the weather changes here, then I'm I'm probably going to be out pretty quick here. Um, okay. And like, you know, with with ducks and geese, you can't keep as much either. I mean, you can't, you can only have obviously three, you know, your daily bag limit times three. Yeah. Uh, So, you know, technically, I eat through it pretty quick yeah. in general. Yeah, and the geese just aren't, Aren't really, uh, you know, aren't doing it.
1: <laughs> no. I, I was down in Colorado this last week. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. They are yeah, they got a up. lot of geese, huh? Oh, my yeah. word. Like, we were trying to shoot a, um, a tutorial video uh, for this company I was working for outside at their archery range. And, like, we had to, like, pause for trucks, you know, that were, like, driving by or whatever. Yeah. And then we had to pause for the geese. Wow. Because there was just like flocks so, assume, of geese. Too loud. going, Yep. Too loud going yeah. over us and, yeah. and like getting in on the mic or whatever. I was like, oh, here, hang on a sec. They're going to sit down. Like I can see, it. <laughs> you know, they're circling, whatever.
0: Well, here's the thing too. Like we have good, we have a, n- a number of geese here. Like we have good goose numbers here right now, mm-hmm. but the weather here is so warm. I mean, typically this time of year, we've got a little bit of snow and it's like, you know, a high for the day would be like 25 and a low for the day is like 15 or 12. Yeah. But right now we're looking at highs of like 40, 45. Yeah. Um, and that all affects the geese, you know, like if they don't think, if they don't feel like they need to go feed throughout the day, then obviously we're not getting a morning feed right now. And then what they're doing is they're feeding after sunset. Mm-hmm. So if sunset's at like 4, 430, you know, they get up to go feed at 430 and then they're feeding till it's blackout and then going back to the roost. And they're in that little hot spot right now where they want to keep the water open And so, you know, right now, overnight, it's like 25, 28 degrees. And so the water is getting sheet ice on it and it's freezing a little bit. Mm -hmm. And then during the day, it's back up to like 40. So they know if they can kind of sit in their water until it's like 35 degrees. and keep it open. In the middle of the day, you know, they can keep that water open. Then they can stay on the water. So it's pretty much like... It's kind of a perfect storm. The only thing that would screw us even worse right now is if we had a full moon and we don't have that. So that's, <laughs> I guess, good. But, you know, yeah. I mean, right now, unless it gets real cold soon and we get some snow or, you know, even if we don't get super cold, but we get a bunch of weather, then we could be in a good spot to shoot some birds. But as of right now, it's just slow. Yeah. I don't know. But we had a heck of a good hunt a couple of weeks ago, though. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, talking you about, were the, yeah with with Cole. us, man. Yeah, we have that new we have a new cinematic out that we just dropped a week ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well I mean, we go from right now.
1: Yeah, I don't know when this podcast is going out, but yeah,
0: right. Um,
1: dropped it. Wait, well, I'll just get the exact date.
0: We well, we dropped go. it Monday. Yeah.
1: What was the date? Oh my Cal, gosh! I don't know, date? man.
0: I don't even live by dates. I just today's Monday, and I got to go to work. Thirtieth, thirtieth of November, we dropped it. Got it. So yeah, November thirty, we dropped a new pot or a new cinematic. Um, it's a seven man mallard limit, mm-hmm. and that was unbelievable. It was fun. That was so cool, and it was awesome too because we had so many opportunities to actually like film it properly. Mm-hmm. You know, because birds worked all day. If you go watch the video, you'll see. But you know, obviously, had well, you ever had you ever seen that many mallards work a field like no, that? No, absolutely yeah. not.
1: Not a field for sure not. But I what I was super um, stoked about was that we were able to. Um. Well, what kind of sucked at the beginning was we got there. It was freaking cold, and I'm like, "This is, this is dumb." Like we're, we are sitting here, we're freezing our butts off, and they're they're not getting out and stretching The wings yet. And so then we left. We went and got breakfast, and we came back. And honestly, we came back like right at the right time because as soon as we came back, we saw a flock of two, no, fly in, right? No,
0: we f- we saw a flock of like fifty fly into the decoys. Yeah, not fly into the decoys. They were they were like basically circling our field though. And we didn't have our spinners on, you know, we weren't out there calling nothing. It was just our decoy spread with four spinners sitting in, you know, sitting up suspended without the wings going. Yeah. And Um, then we
1: had like 10 minutes of just mayhem. That was just like, yeah, they they just all decided to come in. And that was very hard for me to film.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that was tough because it's like, oh, we have 10 minutes. And the only thing in my head at that moment was like, oh, shit. Like if this is all we get for the day, yeah. this is going to make it really tough to like make a good video of this, even right. though the, the like 10 minutes we had was, was so solid. cool. yeah, It's just we really... dropped
1: 18 ducks in 10 minutes.
0: Was it that many? Yes. I thought we were like 14. No, it, we, it dropped, we dropped
1: 18 and then, and then one, one yeah. sailed that then Cole went to go get and, oh yeah, that's right. And then it flew up, it yeah. got up and flew
0: away and he didn't yep. bring his gun. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I mean. Yeah. That was in my head. That was the only concern I had. I mean, I was stoked that we were able to actually like go and have a good, you know, hunt Mm -hmm. in general, because even in that 10 or 15 minutes, we probably saw a thousand mallards. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was a lot of birds and they came fast and quick. Um, but after that, it was like, as soon as that was over and we were like 10, 15 minutes into not seeing anything work us. Mm -hmm. I was like growing concerned yeah you know not like we had you know because obviously we hunt regardless Mm -hmm. you know so like even so even if we hadn't gotten a good video out of it we would have been like oh cool I mean it was a good hunt it just sucks that we didn't get a video but then you know we probably could have gone and got lunch for about four hours yeah if I'm being honest but you just never know when it's that sunny and you know the temperature starts to warm up you don't know what they're gonna do they could Mm -hmm. mallards could fly in the middle of the day so we just sat it out, um, but yeah, like Connor said, started the day, and it was just not working, and we didn't go for very long. I mean, no. we were only gone getting breakfast for probably 30 minutes, because yeah. it's not like we went and like, sat down and ate somewhere. No. We just yeah. went and grabbed gas some station. food at a gas station and came back, but yeah, as soon as we came back, we were kind of all talking in the truck, and then we saw a group of Mallards work, and we were like, all right, well, maybe they're going to do it now, and mm-hmm. so thank God we just decided to go get in the blind.
1: Yep. And yeah, but, and then when they did come, what I appreci- what I was very appreciative of, was you taking the camera. So thank you very much. Yeah, and I did.
0: <laughs> okay, you made me look like a total doofus <laughs> yeah. in that video, but I actually thought I got some good content. Yeah, yeah, you after did. That
1: you did, and and. I purposely made it so that... Right, yeah, of course. It was big uh, yeah, job. obviously yeah. I, I did an edit so that you, you know... And that, that was
0: footage that you shot, you know. We did shoot a flock, at a flock, and <laughs> that that was, that was I true. I think it was like my first flock, though, because I was really trying to figure out, like... Yep. Oh, yeah, no, I'm not ragging on you. I'm not ragging oh, on you. Oh, I know, but, you kind of are, though. <laughs> but straight I... straight uh, to jail. <laughs> no child, no nothing. The... Uh, um. And but then
1: afterwards, that's like I did it purposely in the middle of the video, so that everything afterwards is is footage that you shot or on yeah. my Gopro, and so um, and we you know we had two or three flocks that that went down, and
0: you know. not that that was you know declared in the video at all, like <laughs> I tried to show myself so that you <laughs> yeah sure, yeah, uh-huh, <laughs> yeah, Connor set up his Gopro on the end of the thing, takes a cinematic video of himself walking back, <laughs> yeah, if Cal filmed that, yep. not. <laughs> No, I actually did though. Yeah. Anyway,
1: I was super appreciative because then I could shoot. Yeah. Which meant that I was even able to get my limit. Yeah. Which brought us to that seven limit. Yep. Seven man limit. And like, legitimately, (laughs) I had a little bit of my own embarrassing moments. Yep. Because I was literally the only one shooting because everybody else had shot their limit.
0: Yeah. We were down to one duck, and so we were like, "All right, Connor's going to shoot this last." I I
1: think it. uh, Two ducks, or did somebody else? No, it was just one. Shoot with me on this. Okay, no, we were down to
0: two. Yep. Yep. And then someone shot with you, and then after that, we because we shot one out of that group, and I definitely shot it. (laughs) Yeah. And then we were like, "All right, Connor's going to shoot the last bird." So, okay. And this is when we, you know, if you go watch the video, you'll see. But we had a lot of mallards working us, and they Mm -hmm. were just constant. So we were calling in groups of like a hundred, you know, one hundred and fifty mallards coming in at one time, Mm -hmm. and it was like as soon as we'd shoot that flock. Then the next flock would be coming like one minute later. Mm -hmm. Like it it didn't matter. Yep. So yeah, we were down to like one bird and we're like, you have to shoot a Drake. Yep. You know, and you're the only one shooting. So I think it took three groups. Yeah. Yeah. So the first group came in, Connor missed. And then the second group came in, he missed and he was beating himself up a little bit. The
1: first, the first group that came in was like, Joe's like, um, I, I waited for somebody to call the shot for me and I don't know why. Um, but they, they came super close. I didn't shoot. And then they were a little bit further away and I shot and missed. And then, um, and, and that's, you know, and, and picking out one specific bird in there, you know, for, and it was, I, I forgot if he was like more towards the front or not, but, um, I didn't want to shoot a hen. I was so nervous about shooting a hen, you know? And so I was like making sure that it was a green. And then the second one, I, the second time I should have got, that one that came in mm-hmm. or there was like four birds that came in and one of them was a Drake. And I should have well, was like a
0: hundred birds that came in before we're like close. Well, Yeah. But there yeah. was only
1: four that were in like shooting range on the second flock. Sure. Anyway. And then, um, then the last time though, yeah, these birds come in, they work perfectly. They come right in. Yeah. And I take one shot, drop the Drake. Cause I was like, Hey, yep. this is ridiculous. I like, I have to shoot this freaking thing. And so I shot it, it dropped
0: and nobody except for Cole thought yeah. that I shot a duck which was weird because Cole's on the far end yeah <laughs> like he was on the other end of the blind yep. and Connor shoots and none of us saw anything drop and we're like shoot again shoot again he's like is, what? The hen,
1: the hen that's right there
0: because we uh, could uh, still uh, take a hand yeah shoot, 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 shoot. I'm like what what how did is there some rules that I don't know of like I thought we had one duck left you know yeah, what, Connor's what like, what are you talking about and Cole's like stop don't shoot he's like no that's it he's like we have a limit <laughs> And yeah. so I did not shoot. Yeah, he didn't. And we didn't, we didn't screw up, yeah. but anyway, yeah, we did. Connor did shoot the final Drake and we could have shot a hen. We were yep. just obviously trying to shoot a, uh, shoot a greenhead. I did not want to shoot the hen. Yeah. No, that jail. was straight to jail right away. No, that was good. That was a really fun one. Um, man, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what, like this year for me has been like such a cool year. Yeah. Um, I just I feel like I've had a better year this year hunting than I've had in the past. And I think part of it is like we traveled so much. Yeah. This year, at least like Joey and I did, like
1: Yeah, you you did hunt quite a bit with like random groups. Yeah, we
0: like met up with a, you know, cuz we've obviously every year it's like we've got buddies that are like, "Oh dude, you need to come out here and, you know, shoot these birds or this or that." And we were like, you know, every year you get kind of stuck sticking around home and Maybe you have stuff going on. You can't leave as often. But this year just kind of lined up, mm-hmm. you know. It was like, all right, well, I, you know, when we were hitting these guys up or when they were hitting us up, it was like, we don't have anything going on. You know, we're just hunting. Mm-hmm. So even if we go there and we don't shoot anything, it's just a chance to, like, hang out with those guys, meet, you know, see those buddies, whatever. And I think that's honestly what made it so special. Because, like, you know me, too. Like, I'm not the guy that, like, I'm not – I need to make a pile every weekend guy. Yeah. That's just not my MO Mm -hmm. in hunting. And I have nothing against anyone who is like that. I mean, there's a lot of guys out there that it's like, they want to shoot as many birds as possible, no matter what. But for me, a lot of it is the camaraderie, you know, the friendships and, you know, the memories that you make with those people doing it. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) and
1: on the flip side, though, I was going to say that I think that, uh, this year has been the most productive year when it comes to shooting ducks and getting stuff on film. Yeah. Because pretty much every time we've gone out intentionally to do some, like, filming, we've shot a decent amount of birds.
0: Yeah, well, a part of that obviously comes down to, you know, I think as we continue to do this, we learn more and more about, like, the difference in wanting to try something Mm -hmm. on a day because you just want to try it and you have the opportunity and then also knowing like what's going to make a good video.
1: Well, here's a question for you. Do you think the lack of hunters that are in Canada has anything to do with it?
0: Mm, No, probably not.
1: Do you think that that has changed anybody's hunting experience across the country?
0: Man, this is such a topic that people are going to be like,
1: yeah, it has or no, it hasn't. Uh, (laughs) Man, I don't know. I think there's definitely a possibility. Because Canada is like so shut down, and so many people go up there. Yeah, from I mean, from that's here, true. but now, at the now same south time. of south of North and South Dakota, it, they might see absolutely no difference because the people that went to Canada probably went to North and South Dakota. Dakota, Dakota.
0: Dakota. I think, um, I think part of it actually, I mean, for me in my head, has to do with the weather, because you know, remember in like October we had that really big freeze up. And we got all that snow when Wade was here. You know, Canada got that too. And that like pushed a lot of birds down and out of Canada. And typically we don't get that type of weather in October. And so birds that want to stay in Canada can longer. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, it's been sort of mild. And so that actually, I guess in my mind, probably played a role into our ability to shoot more birds. Mm -hmm. Um, Man, I don't know. I mean, obviously... You know, not having birds get shot as much in Canada certainly, you know, helps us here. But I truly, I don't know the exact the actual numbers on how many birds get shot in Canada before they were to get here. Mm. So I have no idea what percentage change that made in the migration totals that showed up in Minnesota, North Dakota, South Dakota, all that stuff. I really don't know. Um, I would have to do a lot more research on that before I could give you an actual answer. Yeah. And I'm not the type of guy that, you know, which when you're young, I mean, I used to be, I'll give you an opinion on anything and it doesn't matter if I know (laughs) anything about it. Um, but I don't know anything. I don't know enough about that to sit here and be confident about whether or not that affected us.
1: I'll tell you when it, like my dad went pheasant hunting, uh, a couple, you know, the week after opener and it very evidently affected his pheasant hunting in a positive manner because the people there was a lot of people that just didn't go this year and the the guy that he went with um he didn't even have anybody on the first the first week of pheasant opener in South Dakota are you yeah, kidding but me
0: obviously canada doesn't have anything to do with that i
1: know i'm just saying i'm just saying like the, i'm talking about coronavirus as a, as a whole covid as a, a whole yeah affecting hunters and how it how it affected them you know, because less people are either hunting or less areas are hunted.
0: Um, I don't know if I agree with that, actually. Why? Because I think more people are hunting.
1: Really? Yeah. In what way, though? Well, like because it, it, right now, now areas? with
0: COVID-19, hunting has been a topic or like an activity that has been actually like, this is good. You can go do this, right? Right. But those
1: people are the same people. What do you that, mean? That have been hunting prior. They're just hunting more.
0: Yeah. And?
1: So, but I'm saying that there's a lot of people that are freaked out about this thing and not not coming out of their house and the guided trips that they paid for, they're not going on.
0: Okay. So that's the only difference though, right? Like the bird populations, I don't know if those are super affected by this because if you have experienced hunters, right? And that's the group that's hunting. Okay. Like the experienced hunters, they're hunting more now. I don't think it's
1: enough to make a difference though.
0: I do. Think about it. You take a guy that gets to hunt like 10 days a year for pheasant, but now with COVID-19, he can hunt every morning before he starts his work day.
1: I don't don't think- I don't know. I don't don't think it would grow that much. I From a guy that's 10 days a year to 60. I I
0: think that you're, that's kind of hypocritical though, because you're basically saying that like that doesn't affect anything, but the guys that hunt once a year and go on a guided trip- them not going on that guided trip that affects it a lot. You're talking about the law of averages, though. Like you're ta- you're talking about something where there's thousands of people that go
1: to, um, go to Canada and on average will shoot 20 birds.
0: Right okay. now, yeah.
1: all of those people are down to zero. Mm-hmm. All of them. Mm-hmm. And and so like that adds up, right there. And then you're talking yeah. about a guy that hunts usually the same area, er- you know, probably the same area. And I'm saying that his hunting probably got better. Yes, he's hunting more, but his hunting probably got better. My dad, he is just as freaked out about this coronavirus thing than anybody, but he's like, I'm not going to st- stop my hunting trip. The people, the the week before him for pheasant hunting and the week after him, both canceled. Um, Darren was saying the same thing. He said he had three groups that had not left their house since March and from March until August. And then they called him and they said, hey, we have to cancel our weekend in September and October and November one, like one for each or whatever. And he was like, and they weren't planning on leaving their house until January of 2021. Oh, that is nuts, bro. Like that's crazy. And, and somebody that pays an 800 $850 per gun for a weekend and then just decides to just mix it. Like I just, it just baffles me.
0: I don't know. I think your dad's hunting was better because that guide specifically didn't have people there shooting his birds. Yeah. Oh, oh no, that's so for like, sure. All of a sudden, his hunting's better.
1: I I think that that's you know that that's happening to more than just you know that guy. I don't know. Maybe. And then the other thing was, um, last year the turkey seasons. I'm interested mm-hmm. to see how this year's turkey seasons are because usually you're hunting like two or three year old birds, right? For for turkeys in the spring, because mm-hmm. I hunt South Dakota um, and North Dakota um, Indian reservations for that stuff, and. um They closed down, all of them closed down their turkey seasons. Nobody had turkey seasons last spring. And so to me, and and usually the turkey seasons in the fall, at least in the reservations, they don't get hit very hard because there's pheasant, there's deer, there's duck and waterfowl, you know, or duck and goose. Um, And so I think that this next spring is going to be a banger for turkeys. Really? Oh my, at least from where I hunt. Yes. Because they they are local, they stay local, they live there year-round, they don't migrate. You know, they're... And and usually we're shooting two three year old birds. Well, now we're going to have these big toms. Maybe they'll have double beards. Maybe you know they'll be pretty big because they didn't get hunted last year.
0: By yeah, anybody. I mean so, and that's the thing too. It's like, um, I mean that's that's what really comes into play for me is like that may be so the case for like deer or, um you know, pheasants. I think turkey, specific, definitely like for, for Turkey it's season, it's so much harder to figure that because they're yeah, migratory yeah. birds. Like they don't have to stay anywhere or do anything,
1: which is why I asked the opinion, right? You know, it's not, there's obviously very limited factual information that we can look up, especially right now to back either one of our, you know, opinions. But, um, but yeah, for Turkey season, like it's a straight up fact that nobody except for maybe some Indians hunted the reservations last year. Yep. And so I think that for sure there's going to be, cause that, that's a huge moneymaker for them too, you know? And so I think that for sure. And actually even some this year, some reservations for deer hunting, they closed down and they didn't have any, right. like those deer are going to grow, you know? Yep. <laughs> like they're going to be huge. Yeah. <laughs> I can't that's wait. That's cool. I, think I hope, dope.
0: man. I hope that happens. I mean, I really do. I hope people go out next year and they're like, oh, I'm shooting huge animals yeah. or, That'd you know, be sweet big toms, whatever, like, that'd be really cool. And that would be good for you. Yeah. <laughs> that'd be really good for you. Yeah, get some um, really good footage. Yeah, get really good footage and be able to shoot some really good animals. And that would make it a lot more interesting, too, like, the, the lead-up to it, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, not just the actual shooting of it, but, like, you're watching big bucks. Yep. You know, or, mm-hmm. you know, stalking a big buck. Um, Like, that just makes it even more exciting. Even if you guys go out and stock big bucks and they're, like, abundant... And you're just you don't know, you don't end up shooting them. Mm-hmm. Like that's like half of the battle, you know, like oh man, they're here, you know. Yeah. and that's cool. So I don't know, yeah. I mean, possibly, dude. It's uh, anything is possible. I don't like I said, I don't know enough and haven't researched it enough. Yeah. Especially with ducks, and that's gonna be really hard for anybody to to figure out, but I don't know. Yeah. Um, I mean, Wade was telling me that he thought they had more mallards there than he's seen in like the last ten years. Yeah. Yeah, down, but down I mean in, uh, in Louisiana. Louisiana, but you know I don't think he thinks it's because of Canada. Yeah, you know what does he I think. Th- well, I think be? I think that if you're probably looking at it realistically, it's probably a lot to do with the fact that we had that October freeze up. Yeah, I was gonna say the weather. Yeah, so those birds left Canada, then they left Minnesota, and they migrated faster, and they got to Louisiana before they got destroyed in Missouri, you know, or yeah. whatever it is, because that's the. You know, the thing, all the Louisiana guys say, oh, Missouri shoots all our ducks, you know. Yeah. But, I don't know, speaking of Missouri, Joey's there right now. Yeah. I wonder how he's doing. I don't know, man. We'll see. He drove through the night so that he could hunt this morning. <laughs> yeah. And then which he's going to hunt
1: tomorrow and drive back.
0: Yeah. That's a, that's a lot of driving. 20, 20 hours of driving for about 20 hours of hunt.
1: I've done it, but not for, not for waterfowl. Yeah. I've done it for elk hunting, which yeah. is like... <gasps> Because you're not sitting in the blind, Right. (laughs) You're
0: hiking up a mountain. Yeah, that sucks. That'd be tough. It sucks. (laughs) Yeah. So what do you have planned up?
1: Um, I'm headed back out to um, the Dakotas to do some deer hunting in um, muzzleloader deer hunting in another week here or two. Yeah. And then um, we are hunting in Kansas with um, Bobby Guy. Yep. In February.
0: And then I think, I mean, I mean, me and you are still trying to figure something out for that first week or yeah, that second first week of January. January. Yeah. Yeah. We got to figure something out for that.
1: Yeah. We'll we'll go do some goose hunting of some sort somewhere.
0: Or some duck hunting maybe.
1: If we go south. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We'll figure it out for Pretty sure. Fair. But we need to scheme something up for that. Yeah. And it sounds Joey like- Joey going to be guiding. I think Joey's going to be guiding. Yeah. Yeah. For the month of January. Yep. Or at least a few weeks. Good for him. I know.
1: He's going to, it'll, it'll be- telling to see if he loves it or hates it
0: yeah because in reality
1: he he usually is guiding when you know when we have new (laughs) people that come out or or whatever he he pretty much takes on the role of the guide right but he also doesn't like actually have the responsibility like if he really does nothing then nobody rags on him for it
0: yeah no uh, i mean and the thing is like it's 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 a different thing though thanks buddy
1: Ooh, Zach, just, know, brought Zach just brought coffee, Coffee,
0: a nice tall
1: cup of coffee. Oh, yeah. Is that, does he put some little creamer in there?
0: Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, it's good. Um, yeah, no, I mean, I don't know, man. And everybody says that too. You know, that's a, that's a big thing. I ask guides all the time, like, does guiding make you love it more or, you know, mm-hmm. dislike it more? Because most anybody who's a guide for anything started out as just a hunter or Mm -hmm. a fisherman or whatever. I don't
1: know anybody that didn't. Right. Oh, just kidding. I know one.
0: Okay. Well, anyway, uh, (laughs) I don't care. (laughs) Um, That's an irrelevant point, man. (laughs) Straight to jail. Uh, No, I mean, everybody starts out and they're they're doing it because they love it. My brother was a fly fishing guide for about six years, I believe. And he obviously started out just like as an avid fly fisherman. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, when I ask him about it, he doesn't say that it makes you dislike it more. Mm -hmm. It just, you know, when you're going to have a good day or a bad day and it's not dependent on the fish. Yeah. (laughs) Let's just put it that way. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like dependent on the clients, man. Yeah. You know, like, and I've heard that from other guides too, you know, especially, you know, like talking to the guys that feet down and, um, you know, if you get like, If you get clients that want to be there for the right reason and they're there to have a good time, you know, you're going to have fun and it's going to be a good day. And those are the days when you really like being a guide. I'm Mm -hmm. assuming, you know, at least from what I've heard, um, you know, if you enjoy the clients that you're with and you guys can kind of click and have a good time together and they're not like there to like rag on you if they don't shoot 150 birds or whatever it is, Right. then it's going to be great. But if clients, you know, either they don't want to be there, it's like somebody that, You know, got forced, you know, like the situation of like, oh, my dad makes us come on this trip every year and they don't want to be there. And if they don't shoot 200 birds, then they're kind of like annoyed and peeved and they just wish they're back home. You know, Hmm. then it's going to suck. Right. Because you're not having fun. Yeah. (laughs) You know, and that's probably true for anything, dude. Isn't that right? Like, I mean, you could probably do almost any job, even if it wasn't your favorite job. If you loved the people, yeah, you the people with. definitely make the yeah, difference. man, they really do. I mean, like mm-hmm. as a carpenter, like there's days where I'm pulling nails from a floor because we're gonna fix a subfloor because we build homes, mm-hmm. you know, or remodel homes. That sucks. Yeah, like that job in and of itself is the worst. You know, oh, I'm gonna pull two thousand nails from this floor today. Yeah, that's terrible. But I've got great coworkers. Yep. And so it's like, well, we'll get through this together. And we laugh it up and have a good time and make jokes. And Mm -hmm. you, you make it, you know, like it's not terrible. Yeah. And that, that makes everything. So it's the same thing with being a guide. I'm sure.
1: For sure. You know, I wonder if, um, the, uh, greater number of birds that are coming down from Canada is going to help (laughs) you
0: guide more. God, now we know what your opinion is. (laughs) Yeah. I'm just kidding. Lots of research behind that. Huh? So, um,
1: (laughs) I want to take a second. Um, can you open your phone for real quick? Okay, I want to look something up. Yeah. Um. So we have an email list. Yeah. You know this. Yep. It's um, bitly, bit bit dot l y um slash uh dot com slash capital M W F emails or email. It's on. You it's on link to, 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 to all our videos. No, I want you to look up some uh, piano music. Okay. Just some 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 simple background piano music. <laughs> okay. Because we are going to read the comments. That people send us for emails when they give us their emails.
0: Why are we listening to piano music?
1: <laughs> you gotta. It's it's kind of like mean tweets. You know, mean tweets on um, uh, what whatever that late night guy is. I don't know what it is.
0: What do you want? Like eight hours of beautiful piano. music? Oh, do
1: it. Play it up. Put it next to the mic and let's let's read some. Um, after the ad, of course. But anyway, so if you head over to any of our videos, click the link in the description for our email list or Midwest Flyways wait is it no it's it's you got to like click that link because it's a google form drop us your email and there is a chance to leave a comment and maybe just maybe we will um it's it's not going to link just put it next to your mic um and maybe just maybe maybe we will read it no just hold it right up next to you come on now technology whatever Do we get a lot of these? Do we have a good number? We, yeah, we got probably comments. A lot of people don't leave the comments because it is optional. But, um, all right. First comment. Hi. That's it. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Second comment. Open the door. Get on the floor. Everybody walk the dinosaur. (laughs) What?
0: (laughs) Somebody sent us that? Yep. Okay. Is this like a thing they're like forced to comment something? No, no, they don't have to. Okay.
1: There's quite quite blank ones. Yep. Okay. Quite a bit. Yo, it's Dalton. That's it.
0: Yo, what's up, Dalton? <laughs>
1: <laughs> um So what's happening? LOL. That's it. Yep. <laughs> and this one is in all caps. So, of course, I have to make it for dramatic effect. Send
0: me all the mails.
1: <laughs> Thank you, Josh, for that for that comment. Okay. Is Joey
0: retiring? Joey retiring? Yep. I don't know. Somebody wanted to know. Maybe that's because Joey works so little during the hunting season. Yeah. That it's almost like he's retired.
1: Maybe. Yeah. J- no, Joey is not retiring because we make no money.
0: Semi-retired, though, from, like, August through. Yeah, mentally retired. December, yeah. Joey's <laughs> mentally retired during that part of the year.
1: All right, next comment. I'm um, not going to read that one. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> um, Keep doing what you do. Okay. We'll do it. Thank you, Nick. Right on. I miss that beauty hair, Joey.
0: Oh my god, don't start with the hair Is that like Joey's long hair that someone's talking about? Yeah, oh for sure That
1: was sent to us Because we've had this email list for a while That was sent to us uh, January 16th of 2019
0: Oh my god Alright, next one Dude, that hair was awful I mean, he looked awful
1: Joey is my hero Okay, Lucas
0: You don't mean that Aim higher Just kidding Yeah, aim (laughs) (laughs) higher
1: I like turtles
0: I like turtles too, man. Yep. I love that. All right, I think we got one more in us. Oh, pick the best one. Oh, come on one. now. Come dude. on. Okay.
1: All right, speed round. Go ahead. Um, I'll I'll just get a good one. Uh, just get a
0: good one. All
1: right, well now you're making Oh, we got laser focus. That's another one. Oh, guy. taking it back, dude. Joey is my dad. Love what you guys do. Party on, Boiz. Keep up the good work, gents. Um and then there was a good one. This
0: music is just so relaxing. Yeah,
1: yeah. Is it, is it?
0: It's gonna put me to sleep.
1: Ah, we can. We, we're we can be done. Okay. Keep up the good work, fellas. Thank you.
0: All right. If you guys have anything,
1: I, I liked um, open the door, get on the floor. Everybody walked a dinosaur. That was my yeah. favorite one. If
0: you guys have an interesting like something, just send it to us. Yeah. Join our email list. What do you get by joining that email list? Don't we send people the cinematics before they come out?
1: Yep, we send people uh cinematics early. Um, Last time it was a day early Um, We send people coupons For our merch Um, The limited merch That we have Or when we have it Um, It Sells out instantly So When we have uh, Like only a couple things left We offer them up To those people Mm -hmm. Um, And then You know what That gives you the ability To just email me And bug the crap out of me Because I'm the only one That checks The (laughs) the email (laughs) So Yes yeah
0: okay do it yeah bother the shit out of connor send yeah. him an email join our email list where can they join the email list though
1: um any of our videos
0: the link okay. in the description got it okay so go find that seven man mallard limit that we just filmed yes it's a sick video by the way it is super tight and if you go and look at that then there'll be a link there you can join the email list and then you'll get notifications of when stuff comes out first and blah blah, blah. yeah so what do they get like an unlisted link before it's live so they don't um, watch it? Yeah. 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 So, because okay.
1: it, it, we upload it and then, yeah.
0: Right. So, yeah, a lot of the time we upload it, then we're waiting until we, you know. We do have some releases, questions, so.
1: though, on for the podcast that I okay. just asked um, on Instagram. Okay. Um, and somebody wants to know the hobbies that you've never told on the podcast.
0: Oh, okay. Interesting. Um, well, let's see. Why don't you start, Connor?
1: Hobbies that I've never told on the podcast. Um,. That's a, that's a good one. Oh, before we do that, because I'm going to think about that, I do have a tip, a tip of the uh, week. Okay. Okay. I'm so, sorry to pivot, but we're gonna we're yeah, gonna we're pivot. Really pivoting hard. Sorry. Sorry about all that. All over the place. Um, because I I thought about this at the because I was at the airport this weekend. I had a rental car, so here's another. Traveling tip from Connor. Connor's traveling tips. Sure. So when, you know when you have to, you have to bring back the gas like at full or whatever and you go to the gas station that's right next to the airport and it's always super expensive and all that jazz, right? So this is how you avoid that because the way that they, because the the person that comes to the vehicle, they have to check it like right there to know, Uh you know, and the way that they do that is now with all these new cars, it is miles to empty.
0: Mm -hmm. And
1: so they fill it up and they see what the miles to empty is. Yeah. And then your miles to empty. But that changes based on the amount that you drive or the, the speed that you drive. Because if you drive like a, you know, freaking banshee out of hell, then it's going to be super <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. like, it's going to be like, well, yeah. you only got 300 miles to so are empty, okay. you know, yep. but if they, so, so the key is that you need to drive slower than they did or with less gas used than they did from the gas station to there because if it's like oh we know it's 400 miles in a full tank you just have to be over 400 miles to empty huh. there is my tip of the week interesting and so if you're like 30 miles from the airport and you're like well i just want to you know just just be cautious about your braking you uh-huh. know get a high mpg and you'll be fine hmm and make sure that it's past the little f
0: interesting dude that's an interesting tip for sure
1: yep mm. um okay. my hobbies outside of Have you, have you thought of any for yourself?
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah, obviously. Give me one. What do you got?
1: Hobbies outside of the podcast that you've never talked about on the podcast.
0: All right. Well, I'm a carpenter by trade. And so we know that. Yep. So obviously outside of being a carpenter on a daily basis, Mm -hmm. you know, I do a little bit of, I dabble in a little bit of woodworking and, and what? I know another hobby. Yeah. I have other hobbies too, Mm -hmm. man. I have a lot of hobbies, you know, um, so, yeah, I don't know. I dabble in a little bit of woodworking. I may, I've may made almost all, like, a shitload of the furniture that's in my house I nice. made. Um, I've made furniture for a lot of other people. Uh, I don't love doing, like, detail furniture, though. Mm. Like, I'm not the guy that's, like, I'm going to, you know, carve in, like, flowers into a wood box to take with you, too. Mm-hmm. I'm not that guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that's cool. Uh, also, I've dabbled in a little bit of leatherworking,
1: there you go. That's okay. what I was pointing at. Now,
0: here's the thing. I'm not the guy. I'm never going to be like, like I said, I don't, at this point in my life, I'm not the type of dude that has enough attention span or like care to become like some saddle maker. Right. Right. Like I'm not going to like hand carve leather <laughs> and make like, which is an unbelievable art. Mm-hmm. Like if you are good at hand carving leather, truly remarkable and mad props to you. Um, Cause just, just making stuff out of leather is not super easy Mm -hmm. and it's easy to do it from a functionality standpoint it's just not easy to do it from like a beauty standpoint like making leather products look really beautiful is not super easy to do right um but yeah so i don't know play around with that i've made a lot of like luggage tags i know absolutely nothing
1: about leather and so i like kudos to you and the little like boxes that you've made before i think those are legit too yeah So,
0: yeah. So I don't know, man. Um, a couple of those things are definitely hobbies of mine. And obviously here's the thing too. I mean, you got to know about, especially for sure. Connor and I, Joey's the same, but you know, we have other stuff that's going on too. Mm -hmm. So we're more like entrepreneurial. Mm -hmm. So a lot of our time gets sucked up in like other projects that we're working on. Yeah. Um, doing a lot of that stuff. So that's a little bit of a difficult question, but I don't know. Do you have any hobbies, Connor?
1: Yeah. So some hobbies that I don't think I've mentioned in the podcast. I am end of world
0: preparedness. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No, I, I do like guns a lot and I do, um, buy guns a lot. Don't sell them. I, uh, just buy them, (laughs) just find the deals like to shoot guns. I research guns and all that, but it's pretty obvious from, you know, my chosen career and my chosen, um, areas of expertise but um i would say that i don't think i've mentioned this on a podcast but i am a soccer coach i do goalkeeping coaching and i'm probably going to get more into that coming up here which is also tough because it is in the fall
0: (laughs) just like everything else in my life (laughs) i'm gonna call all the coaches and tell them to fire connor (laughs) (laughs) um
1: but yeah so i um uh soccer is a huge passion of mine i love soccer And, um,
0: here's something a lot of people don't know about you. Mm. You played football in college.
1: I did play football in college. Yep. Yep. I walked on and then ended up getting a scholarship because my foot actually can kick the ball.
0: (laughs) Connor was a kicker. So Connor
1: was a football kicker and started my first game ever trying. Yep. Uh, My first game of the season in college started. I took the kickoff first one to touch the ball for the season. Oh, pretty crazy man that's right that's pretty cool
0: yep and what made you decide to do that
1: um i in high school i switched from goalkeeper to field and i knew that i wouldn't be able to get i wouldn't be able to play field in college i could play goalkeeper but i really lost a passion for it after my junior year of high school and so and then I played football for just for sillies because they only required me to practice one day a week. Right. Cause I was just on special teams. Right. And so I, um, and they were like, you're freaking good. You know how to kick this ball far. And I'm like, well, it's really, really simple. <laughs> and so
0: I, yeah, but it's actually not. So like some people are just naturally good at it and some people aren't, but dude, yeah. I should
1: just, I should just go to some combine somewhere. Dude, just You should legitimately
0: just, just go to like the open. What is it in the summer for the Vikings? If they have a thing, their kicker is old, bro. I would go. They have a thing, bud. Yeah. Yeah, you just, I think you have to have played like college of some kind. I did. I know you did. (laughs) I mean, you could have played, and they take it's Juco, D3, D2, D1, NAI. I would literally just have
1: to have. I I would love it if I could just show up, warm up, and then they say, okay, show us what you got. They have tryouts, dude. You got three kicks. It's like, okay, sounds
0: good. Like, how far do you think legitimately you could make a field goal from? Right now legitimately
1: like in a game or you know, like full pressure and everything
0: in a tryout I situation
1: I the furthest one that i've ever made It was a practice situation special teams practice situation was two yards past the 50 yard line. So 62 yards That's the furthest one i've ever made
0: and was it like you made it made it or yeah what was it No, like? like
1: straight through the uprights probably a good five yards past like yeah It was
0: so like potentially if everything lined up you could kick a 65 yard field goal Yeah
1: <clears throat> I think
0: I don't know man I, I mean, like, go try
1: out. well, I mean, my, my leg has probably weakened since then, you yeah. know, but like, I, yeah, absolutely. I could get to that point again. And the difference was that I was a two, well, now we're in sports and Joey's probably right. turning over, <laughs> but, um, but no, I was a two step kicker instead of a three. And once really? I really, once I moved, yeah. And so I only like, I already had my first step already made. And so I was very quick, I, you know, very quick when it came to kicking. But once I got past the 50 yard line, I had to go to a three step okay. kicking. Yep. And so like, and so I did it. And that's the thing is I was a two-step kicker all the way back to the 50-yard line. And then I didn't get it. And I was like, well, let me try three. And then I did three, what everybody else does in the whole freaking universe. Yeah. And I nailed it. And I'm like, huh. And then my coach was like, all right, you're done. You're ready for tomorrow. You're fine. And I didn't get to try it any further back. So I was like, yeah. all
0: right. I, I don't know. That's I might cool, just man. go, and dude. Do it. You should. Do, you should definitely go to tryouts. <laughs> just give it a go, bro. Can you imagine? Like one minute <laughs> we're doing this, one minute we're like doing this podcast and all this stuff, and then now next year you go to tryouts. We could vlog it. <laughs> oh, dude, we could do a vlog like Connor goes to Minnesota Vikings tryouts.
1: I don't know if our viewers would care. Go ahead and uh, they uh,
0: would definitely
1: drop, care, bro. Drop it. You know, shoot me a message on Instagram. Drop it in our in our DMs or something
0: like that. Let dude, me know. What if you if made active go. roster? And like I had made Joey Go to Vikings game So we could vlog You know Meeting up with you After the game That'd be so sick
1: Yeah we can go That'd hunting funny. With some of my I'm gonna coworkers. be honest
0: I would relish the idea That every weekend I was forcing Joey To go to a Vikings game <laughs> After we could hunt The morning And then I'd be like We're going to the game tomorrow, Today Yeah That'd be awesome Yeah. Well. Okay. Anyway, I think I think you should definitely try out. All right. All right. So those are some of hobbies. What's another question you got? If you tell me when the tryouts are, I'll go. I will find the tryout date. All right. Um, my other hobby that I don't do anymore, but I did do at one point
1: in time, that I kind of feel like a fruitcake for, I brewed kombucha.
0: We're deleting that. We're (laughs) editing that out. Where's the boo box, dude? You're in the. I I don't know. Uh, Yeah, Yeah, you're in the. (laughs) The boo box, dude. Instantaneous. Straight to jail. (laughs) No trial, no nothing. Hey, it's good bacteria for the tummy. It's terrible for you, dude. No. Kombucha? I don't care. It's awful. (laughs) Have you tasted it? Hey, mine mine tasted good. Do another question. I'm not talking about kombucha. (laughs) Okay. I don't know why people drink kombucha, dude. Top five
1: dream guests for next year. Dream guests? Yep.
0: Hmm. Well, I don't know. We've got some ones I think that we have already talked to, I'd like to get on the podcast. I
1: think it'd be cool to have Tony Vandermore it to talk be, to him about... I, I'm i interested in the business aspects behind of what he does.
0: Well, personally. Tony, yeah. I don't know, man. Um, Tony doesn't own Habitat Flats, so...
1: Okay. I'm not sure, like... He still gets asked to go freaking yes, King Eiders for Benelli. Yep, he does. That's what I'm interested 100%. in.
0: <laughs> um, Man, that list is too long, I think, to even name any names, you know? Yeah. Like, we just have so many that we would love to have on, so... Let's just, let's keep it a surprise and not give any people any ideas and let's just see where that one goes. Okay. What's your favorite podcast episode? Derek Helms for me. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, why? I, okay, I wanted this is it. not a knock on Derek cause that's a great episode. Yeah, I wanted done, to take it before like... you would say it cause I, I
1: liked that episode. Yeah. I thought it was awesome. And, um, I liked hearing, well, and because a lot of it had to do with his job and I'm interested in his job and he's hilarious. And so, yeah, I, I would go check that one out if you haven't seen it already. Well, here's or the thing. Heard it.
0: If you don't know who Derek Helms is, you should know who Derek Helms is. He's just an interesting guy, mm-hmm. you know, and he's... I, the thing I love about Derek is he's so, like, he's just true to himself. He's really genuine. Um, and it doesn't matter who you are or where you're from. Uh, and he's just really, really a cool guy. So, I don't know. that That's probably... What, that's what's definitely your one of my one? favorites. Um, Man, I've got a couple. uh, And for different reasons. Um, I think Joe Heinz entering the haunted is one of my favorite for like just a comedic yeah. entertainment standpoint. That is a hilarious podcast. Yeah. And Joe's a funny guy. Um, and he's, he's honestly, he's just, he's a pretty easy guy to get along with if you like meet him in person. You know, a lot of people like see his Snapchats and stuff. And, um, you know, obviously we all have to. Do our jobs here too, you know, trying to make our videos interesting and everything. But Joe's a pretty easygoing guy when you meet him. And that's a funny podcast, dude. Yeah. That's a really funny podcast. But I think from like a duck hunting, just duck hunting and goose hunting perspective only, I know it's really recent. And, you know, I don't know how much that plays into opinions, but like Kyle and Forrest. Yeah. That was a really cool podcast. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, those guys are better on the block. They've seen a lot of stuff. And, you know, Forrest, like, grew up with Tim Grounds. Um, in, in our other podcast, he talks about, like, Tim being kind of like a second father figure to him. And yeah. so, like, his, his, you know, closeness to that whole, like, you know, upbringing. Yeah. And Tim Grounds' kind of legendary life in Waterfowl. Along with Kyle being a two-time World Goose Calling champion. And um, that was a really, really cool podcast. You know, yeah. especially for, like, somebody who's, like, obsessed with waterfowling. Like, listening to those two guys talk about kind of the history of it and their, like, routes into where they are now, that was sick. Cool. Um, yeah. Those are probably a couple of my favorite ones, but...
1: And this one.
0: Yeah, this podcast is amazing. <laughs> this is my favorite episode by far. Yeah. <laughs> All right guys, well I think that's it. Um, we'll wrap it up here. Appreciate you guys listening. If you guys don't check out our YouTube channel already, you should. We mm-hmm. have some really cool videos. This year's been a really good one. So check out our cinematic films. Like I said, the most recent one is a Seven Man Mallard Limit. That's a sick video. Yeah, most and recent maybe
1: right now. We have more like yeah, we'll have we plenty have out ton. by the time that uh, the, this podcast comes out. But the last cinematic was this one, Was that one?
0: Yeah, and I will say this, too. I think, you know, we asked the, the question, what's your favorite podcast? I might go on a limb here and say that's my favorite cinematic we've ever made. Yeah, I, yeah, it's, it's up there for sure. I mean, it's it's got all the elements. It's got funny. It's got cool. It's got great hunting. So check yeah. that one out. We do have some hoodies for sale right now. Yeah. So you can check those out at midwestflyways.com slash shop. Hoodies, um, neck gaiters. Um, neck so you can wear them around Yeah, if you want COVID some, snow,
1: some snow goose stuff, we have a little bit left on the website. Okay. Go to the website and take a look. T-shirts and I think like one or two hoodies left there. Um, and drop us a review on, on the podcast because that really helps us get, you know, even if you just give us the five stars, don't say anything. You right. know, it really helps in the algorithms of of the world. So,
0: yeah. Well, thanks, guys. I appreciate it, and we'll see you soon.